Welcome to Comic the Comics. This is a podcast about all comic-related media. We're talking books, movies, TV, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast. What that means is we talk all spoilers, and that's your one and only guaranteed warning. I am your host, Michael, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy. With that being said, let's start the show. And actually, I lied. It's just me and Richard tonight. Yep. Unfortunately, Jeremy could not be here tonight. But... That's okay. He's he's still in our prayers. Yes. His his He's here in spirit. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Today, fellas, gals, any of y'all in between, whatever else the case is, we've got news. We didn't want to leave uh we didn't want to sit there and do reviews without Jeremy. No. Um, but you know, news, that's just news. Let's be honest. Uh, so we're going to start off with a little bit of comic book news. We've got a Batwoman Who Laughs that's coming out. Um. Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Batman Who Laughs was a huge hit. And, you know, some people like the Robin King. That book's still pretty under, uh, undervalued a little bit in this market. Yeah, I... I have an issue with the Batman who laughs. Like I enjoyed the uh, Dark Knight's Metal, and I was hoping that was it. And but then he continued to be in every single book since then, and uh, not every single book, but like he's like kind of the arbiter behind certain things. And I'm just like ever since uh what is it heavy metal where wonder woman like throws him into the sun i'm was happy that he's finally gone but now rumor has it we're gonna get a female version of him and i'm just like oh jesus christ we already got we got the drowned like that's a i mean wasn't the joker but it was aquaman batwoman but like it was a dark dark universe batman or right female batman batwoman whatever you want to call it i don't know and I'm just like, why? Why? Like, has DC just run out of things to do? Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's, I'll tell you this much. It's the only thing I really got on it is this is a dope looking cover. It looks like we've got um, Superman from Earth Two. Um. Cal Ellis, is that his name? The black Superman? Oh, no, that's Val, Val Zod. Val Zod, that's right. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's actually the son of Zod. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like, I actually, like, when they were talking about uh, Michael B. Jordan being Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people were, like, freaking out, like, black Superman, no! <laughs> uh, but I was like, well, clearly it's going to be Val Zod because yeah. that's an interesting take where, like, um, he's the son of Zod, but he still becomes, like, a good guy and, like, the savior, savior of, like, this planet. Um, I find that way more interesting in a lot of ways than regular Cal-El Superman. Uh, that's a hot take, by the way, because I know there's a lot of a lot of Superman fans out there and I myself like Superman, but I kind of find the idea of like, you know, like if Zod is alive and comes to earth, like his son is like going to defend it against him. I mean, I guess it's very, 
Uh, it's a good thing Jeremy's not here tonight. It's very invincible. Um, <laughs> so that way I don't have to spoil that for him. <laughs> so hopefully he didn't uh, re-listen to this. Yeah. Oh, that's a good <laughs> point. Maybe I should edit this out. No, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's more work. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, he's he's fighting what looks like a a, a different version of the demon. Yeah, uh, uh, Etrigan. Et- yeah, Etrigan. Etrigan, the demon that possessed Superman. So uh, he, he's got a giant S on his chest. So yeah, like, yeah. I think that's what that is. Is it's Etrigan possessed Superman? So he's like, which I don't know how it works because Superman is weak to kryptonite and magic, and Etrigan is a demon. So like. By possessing Superman, wouldn't he, in theory, make Superman weaker? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But I like that. That's a cool idea. I just don't... I'm so over... Like, Sal from Comic Pop described it perfectly, where... The Batman Who Laugh is is literally, like, a 90s ripoff of, like, the Cenobites from, like, Hellraiser. (laughs) And... Like, he's a cool drawing or, like, a cool tattoo. But in th- <laughs> in theory, he's, like, I don't know, just obnoxious. And then making him sort of, like, behind all these, like, you know, the, like, he's got a plan for a plan for a plan. And I know that's sort of Batman's thing. But I don't know. It just becomes obnoxious after a while. Um, anywho. Yeah. <laughs> well... That's Justice League Incarnate number two. That goes on sale come December 7th, 8th of this year. So you got a little bit of time. Um, another character we're getting that... Uh, I, I feel like Marvel kind of opened the door up for Valzad, especially a Valzad movie. Because, you know, a lot of people, uh, when when they talked about doing possibly Red Sun as a as a live action movie. They're like you, you you can't do that because nobody's going to know Wait, this in else world. You said Marvel, do you mean DC? I, I said Marvel cuz it's 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 alluding me to the next book that we're going to talk about, but oh, okay. it also it was a point that I was wanting to make that like I feel like Marvel with their multiversal thing has opened the door for DC to take Valzad and do something live action with it and be like y'all, this is this is another universe Superman. And it makes sense now. Whereas before, everybody was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Because no, the normals won't get it. The normals won't understand. They won't understand these Elseworld stories. And and Marvel has now said, no, we've explained it for everybody now. Anybody can do this. Yeah, okay. I got, I'm with you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah, because I love, I mean, I did, like, back in the day and even now, I love What If and Elseworlds because, because they're fresher. You know what I mean? Like, eventually... We'll get from DC a uh, uh, a crisis, and we've reset the status quo, and we're gonna retell the same old stories with like whoever writer's slight twist on it. Whereas like, what if Sinel's worlds go completely off the <laughs> the beaten path? And I enjoy those more uh, personally. So it looks like we're getting a book called Avengers Forever Number One. It's coming out in December 22nd or so. 
Another dope looking cover, ton of characters on the front of it. And we're getting an official uh Captain Carter. I know everybody wants to look at Exiles number three as, as Captain Carter's first appearance and, and cover appearance on top of that. But she wasn't actually labeled as Captain Carter, if I remember correctly, in that book, nor did she have the uniform. Like this cover here, she's on the cover and she's got the Captain Carter uniform. She's got the Captain Carter shield. Like this is Captain Carter on this book. So this is going to be a hot book, especially coming out. And then, you know, if they ever do decide to do anything live action with Cap with her. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I like like I said uh in our what if episode where we talk about it. I really I really liked her more than Cap. Uh she was more efficient, I thought. Yes. Um I still want her want them to make her uh, as you mentioned like exiles, but like I would like for her to be Captain Britain instead of just Captain Carter, but I get it. Uh cool. Yeah, I guess she had a lot of popularity, I'm assuming from that episode. I mean, I know I saw, like, before the episode even came out, like, tons of people were, like, drawing art of her, doing cosplay. So I imagine she tracked well with a lot of fans. So Marvel's like, jump on that. (laughs) Let's monetize that. Well, and to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, and if I am, you or somebody else, please correct me. Um... Feige is, I think, he he's not only over the storytelling of, you know, the ultimate over the movies, the TV shows, but I believe the comics as well yeah, now, too. Yeah. He's over Marvel proper. Like, yeah. Like, he's over Marvel, period, stop, in there. That includes, I believe, uh, not I believe, I know, that includes, like, comics and and the MCU, the entertainment, uh, the other parts of the entertainment, all media, whatever, all, I'm assuming even video games. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that, but I think he's also over that as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely makes sense for the books because again, like we've talked about in other episodes, like if somebody sits there and goes and watches a movie and then they want to sit there and turn around and go get a book, like, I think Feige's going to make sure now that there's a book they can sit there and grab and be like, oh, that's who I want to read about. Yeah. And be able to go on their way. Which, so I kind of touched on that on another episode of ours, but like, as long as it's good, I'm okay with it. Or if it's a character that has been reintroduced, don't do some stupid cash grab sequel. Like, just re-release those issues. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, uh, Kamala Khan's coming out soon. Don't do a new story. Uh, just re-release her original run. I think that would be better for for uh, new new readers to come in and go like, hey, I want to buy that. That looks cool. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, as far as this Captain Carter goes, yeah, I mean, she's technically, like you said, in Exiles, but, like, this sort of iteration of her hasn't really been in anything except for what if. If Am I am I correct in saying that? I feel like I'm correct in saying that. <laughs> yeah, because, like I said, this is this is going to be her first official appearance in okay. comic books. Okay, yeah. So, at least that's, to my knowledge, that's what, uh, you know, like I said, everybody's closest thing was, was Exiles 3, but... Everything that I'm reading is, is like, hey, this is this is it. This is the legit. This is Captain Carter. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm 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 with you. Like, it, it, I don't do a number two of Civil War. Do do another Secret Wars. Do any of that stuff that you want to do. I'm fine with that, as long as the story is on point. As long as the art is on point, because that's what the media is about. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. Talking about being on point. Talks of Joker 2. Electric Yay Boogaloo. <laughs> Sorry. I gotta do the Electric Boogaloo every time I hear a sequel for something that doesn't warrant a sequel. Uh, I am nay. Only, uh, don't get me wrong, I am a fan of that movie. Um, it surprisingly was really good. Uh, it's also like, where do you go from there at the end of that movie? Like, do we introduce Batman at this point? How does Batman... Like, I don't know. I'm confused. Is there going to be... A, is Joker 2 going to be literally... Like, it's literally a... Like, it's like RoboCop 2, where it's a second RoboCop. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's going to be a, a second Joker that isn't Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Um... I'm, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed that movie, but it was also, it was very visceral. Like, it was very shocking at the time. And it was very, like, it captured the moment of, like, I feel like of our country <laughs> at the time. Um, and, yeah, so, anyway, um... Yeah, I just don't know. I feel like he doesn't need a sequel. I, I know I already said that, but I feel like there there doesn't need to be one. I don't think that there like needs to be one, but I feel like I feel like nobody wanted this movie to begin with. Nobody wanted Joker to begin with. And we got it. And I would say for the most part it's been a hit. Um I feel like if I was to get if I was to get a Joker two and I'm for it again, as long as the story is good, just like any other media that we talk about, as long as the story is good, um, I would want to see, uh, you know, our first our first movie was a mentally ill man and his mentally ill mother and their their story i would like to see a sane woman trying to treat a mentally ill man and her downward spiral so harley quinn following him yes <laughs> you want to see a harley quinn movie <laughs> is what you're saying i want to see a joaquin phoenix joker manipulating a harley quinn okay i want to see cuz i mean he's in the hospital now like yeah what i guarantee I what happens to him? Does he die in that movie? I thought he died. No, 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 no. No, he he gets uh, he gets he gets handcuffed. That's he gets, right. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. This because I was like, I remember him doing the whole dance scene down the stairs with a cigarette. But I thought he gets shot at the end. But I, I guess I'm just wrong there. No, Robert Nair gets shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, that's one of the man. That one's crazy. Uh. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, it was just so... Sh like, that scene is so shocking to me. Um, when he, yeah, 
you know, spoilers for this movie, uh, caps <laughs> Robert De Niro when he's like, you get what you fucking deserve. And then shoots him. It's like, whew. um, oh man. And when he kills the, uh, the guy in the apartment too. Now we're just reviewing. <laughs> now we're just reviewing Joker. Um, the guy in the apartment. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the, the, when the, the guy that's with him at the clown school and he's always kind of, Oh yes. When he kills him at his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the, the little, the the little person's there and he's like, he can't get out of the, he can't get out of the apartment because he can't reach the doorknob. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like that part is so horrifying to me. Um, (laughs) And then, of course, the the big reveal that like Zazie Beats' character—I forget her name—but uh, her character's name isn't real, and it's all part of his imagination. That part was just like, whoa. Um, well, no, she was real, but oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I meant the inner. Yes, you're right. She was real in that like, was it like apartment below him? I forget now. Like a, it was like an apartment down the hall from him or something. Yeah, like that. but all the interactions that he had had with her was all made up. Yeah, the relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm referring <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, it it was crazy. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, it was crazy. As a Joker movie should have been. Um, I I, I like the idea of, of of we've seen the mentally ill get further down the hole. I like the idea of watching a sane person that's trained uh, become mentally ill, and and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker uh, driving that. Um, I also like the idea of possibly uh, kind of elaborating off of what you said, and I don't think you meant it this way, but a three Jokers kind of thing. Oh no. <laughs> No, not the three jokers. Oh my god. I You realize we may already have the three jokers? You talking about in the DCEU? I'm talking about in like in basically in Batman continuity like what if, you well, know, I mean they did the three jokers storyline. I'm lost now. The three jokers, the whole Batman sits in uh the Mobius chair and he asks the whole uh, who is the Joker's real identity, and it tells him which one there are three, and he's like, you know, no, that can't be. Right. And they, uh, what is his name? Is it Jeff Johns? I think it was Jeff Johns. Uh, did the three Joker storyline finally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The magazine. Yeah. I, I, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that we may have it in as far as like, all right. So, so let me, let me, let me walk you down this a little bit. What if? Joaquin's Phoenix Joker was the first Joker. All right. And, you know, he's not the one that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. However, if you look at Michael Keaton's version of it, there was a guy in a clown thing that walked down the hall and and killed. uh, Well, Michael Keaton, he says the same line as the as uh, Jack Nicholson's character, uh, the whole I think it's the, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Uh, implying that it was like young Jack Nicholson a long time ago. Right. So what if that guy that turned down the hall 
what if that was young Jack Nicholson? And then he turned into the second Joker. Turned down the hall. What what part are you talking about? In in the Joker movie, uh, he, Joaquin's riding in the vehicle, and and they pass the movie theater, and you see uh, Thomas and Martha and Bruce come out of Zorro, and they cut down the alley. As they're cutting oh, down okay. the alley, there's a guy on the corner, and he cuts down the alley behind them. Oh, okay. What if that was Jack Nicholson's Joker? Yeah, maybe. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but maybe. So, so then, so then that would make two. All right. So then, it, you know, Heath Ledger at the very beginning of the Dark Knight, he's got this like goofy looking, like this this Joker mask on. This kind of right. reminiscent of like all the Joker masks that were being worn throughout uh, Joaquin's Joker. Yeah. What if he's the third? Maybe. I I <laughs> I'm not for that theory at all. I like one Joker. I feel like there being three Jokers, like I mean Joker even says during which I should have brought this up when we were talking about the uh Batman Who Laughs part. But Joker himself in that storyline is like, Oh, that's not funny at all. Like when he sees the Batman Who Laughs. Like he talks about like he even Joker himself even admits is like that sucks. That's not funny. Uh, Like, because I like, I do agree that the joke, like, I get what they're trying to say with, like, the if there is, like, a proto-Joker, like, not the Joker that fights Batman, but, like, before Batman became Batman, like, Joker is this, like, this raw force of nature that deals with, like, insanity and, and stuff like that, which I thought they were... Okay, so, uh, comic key pasta for a second. Um, <laughs> I thought that, like, you know, they were going to make Joker with the three Joker stuff that, like, like I said, like, he's he's eternal. Like, the world has to have this, to quote uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, this agent of chaos. Like, it, there has to be madness in order for Batman's sort of, like, order. there, It's almost like the Matrix, if you will. Like, there needs to be a, an element of chaos to this equation. You can't have complete order. Otherwise, the world just goes haywire. Um, yeah. So, like, even though that the Joker may be gone, a new one will eventually replace itself. I thought maybe that's where they were going with this. So, the three Jokers, it wasn't. It, it was way worse. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so anyway, and uh so I I don't know. I I don't like that at all the like <laughs> tying tying uh walking with Nicholson and then Ledger. Um I just don't. Uh maybe in its own universe, but yeah, anyway. Well, try to give you good shit, Richard. <laughs> What do you do? You put it down, then you and then you shit on top of that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yuck your yum, but I just didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I just don't like that. I like so. For those who don't know, I am a huge Spider-Man fan, but I'm also a huge Batman fan. So I don't know. I I I'm very protective of my Batman like mythos and and canonical stuff so anywho i i 
yeah, I don't know if I like that or not. <laughs> See, I like looking more into like I love Batman, and and I like looking more into as much stuff that I can fuck up with it than I than anything else. No, because <laughs> Batman can always fix it. That like there's there's not a big enough fuck up that back that Batman cannot fix. I mean, Robin, like Jason Todd, he didn't really fix him. <laughs> he just sort of became, you know, he fixed him enough. He he became broken. <laughs> uh, he's a work in progress. <laughs> he's always got to have a new Robin too. That's always the weird thing. It's like no, I gotta have a a brightly colored child to be cannon fodder. <laughs> Oh crap. That's funny. Well, you know who is uh who doesn't have to worry about having sidekicks? Uh Supergirl. Supergirl, yes. Yep. She Even has though, no need for sidekicks I mean, at all. She is a sidekick. Uh, I mean she? she she was back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Come on. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying she I mean, you could say Nightwing no longer is a sidekick, but he started right. off as a, as a sidekick. I got to start somewhere, I guess, but she don't need a sidekick. Um, they're talking about doing, you know, she's we got the new Supergirl, and uh, she's gonna show up in the new Flash movie. Which, by the way, ain't nobody talking about that movie at all. Like, no, they're not. I can't find anything really about that movie. I mean, we 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 were getting photos and stuff like that, and then it just kind of stopped. Yeah, and you know. It, Y'all all know me. I'm trying to figure out what books to buy here. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, yeah, that's unlocked. But yeah. that's my copy. I'm not getting rid of my Flashpoint. Are you kidding me? Uh, like, no. That book's high as hell, too. Definitely something with... I don't know if there's some old comics that tie into the Michael Keaton universe, but there probably is. Because uh, rumor has it Michael Keaton's in this movie. He is. Um, and uh, Supergirl. And that's about it. That's all I know. So from what I gather is, uh, you know, DC came out recently with a Batman 89 book that's, I think, five issues long. So I've been picking those up. But those are from my personal reading and stuff like that. Like yeah. I don't think these are going to be flip books. Uh, I want to say they do touch on the fact that they were going to have Damien or Damien is it Damien Wayne's? Damien. Damien Wayne's? It's Damien. Damien Wayne. Yeah, he was going to be... Uh, they were talking about getting him as Robin for... The uh, Keaton universe? Yes. For no! The no! No, 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 no. This was back in the, this was back in the 90s, dude. When when they were talking about doing uh, Batman Returns or the or the next one after that, because... What's his name? Um, um, Tim uh, Burton? Tim Burton had a third one ready to go. Yeah. And... Uh, they were talking about getting yeah. Damian Wayne's was supposed to be Robin for for oh the my. Burton universe. Like so, Talia Al Ghul's son, Damian, or were they just did they just pick the name Damian and he was supposed to be something different? It was gonna be Dick Grayson, I guess. So it was gonna be Dick Grayson, but they called him Damian Wayne. He was uh, gonna be played by Damian Wayne. Uh, oh, Damian. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Oh yeah. So you're talking about the Wayne's brother? Yes. Oh, yes. I yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were talking. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Damian Wayne, oh. Talia Al Ghul's son, like Batman and Talia Al Ghul's son, who was not even created at that point in time. Yeah, that's why I was like, "What? 
I was right. so confused. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm with you now. Yes, Damien Wayne yes. was su- the comedian that's, of the Wayne's brothers. I think that's Damon Wayne. Damon you, Wayne. Okay. I think you yes. said it right from the beginning. I was misunderstanding you. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, yes. Damon Wayne from the Wayne's brothers was originally going to be Robin for the Burton universe. Weird. That would have been so, weird. They touch on him. I, from what I gather, I haven't gotten all the way, th- you know, into it yet. But from what I gather, they touch on that in these eighty-nine books, and also they touch on um, what's his name playing uh, Harvey Dent. Um, oh yeah, uh, because that was going to turn. He was going to be. He was going to turn into Two Face. Yeah, yeah, because we see him in the second movie at. Uh, I think we see him get splashed with the the acid. Um, uh, what is his name? Billy D. Williams. Yes, that's it. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. So I, they were supposed to touch on Damon Wayne's as Batman for that the Burton universe, and Billy D. Williams as Two Face for that universe. I always wanted to see Billy D. Williams as Two Face. I am so hesitant on Damon Wayne as Robin, only because. Has anyone seen him do a serious role? <laughs> like, he's always been a comedic role. Right. I've never seen him be anything serious. I mean, everybody said the same kind of things with with Robin Williams and Jim Carrey, too. And when they got serious, it was damn near scary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely Robin Williams. Jim Carrey, I don't know. Like, I mean, if we're talking his, his Riddler. Uh, oh, no. Okay, yeah, I was about to say the Schumacher Batmans are... We got to do a whole podcast or a whole episode <laughs> of the Batman, like sh- like from Burton to Schumacher. We need to do, like all rewatch that and then talk about it because like the Schumacher ones are so bad. Bat nips. Yeah, the bat <laughs> credit card. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! All the ice puns from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> What killed the di- he's like what does he say? He says uh 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 Pop Queer's Batman. What killed the dinosaurs? Zeiss Age <laughs> Like Oh god Can you be cold hearted? I hope y'all enjoyed that comic pasta because it was just for y'all on that one. Yes. <laughs> A big <Anyways>. old helping. <laughs> um all, I, I've heard that the uh, the Supergirl we're getting is from the Injustice series, and I can't remember her name for the life of me either. Is it uh, not? Is it not Kara? Uh, Kara L or what's her last name? I can't remember now. Uh, I don't know to be honest with you. I've never read the Injustice comic books. I played a little bit of the games, but I've I hear the comics are really good. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Kara Zor-El. Kara Zor-El. Okay. Well, that's... in that I, OG Supergirl? Mm, let's see. First appearance of Supergirl, Laura Lane Kent, the daughter of Lois and Clark, in an alternate reality based on a video game of the same name. That's who I'm talking about right there. Okay. All right. So we're talking about Injustice Gods Among Us, year three, number seven. It's the daughter of Superman... And Lois, and she's dark-headed and looks just like the girl that's in their costume, looks just like the girl that's being played. 
in the Flash movie. So that's that's probably the only spec book I really have for that movie that's coming up. Um, anyways, and and watching her um, watching her video of where she actually got the role is like awesome because she is just fucking thrilled that she got it. So I was really excited to see that. I'm glad that she's very, you know, just she's happy to have that role. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that video. I have to check that out. Yeah, definitely do. Definitely do. Because it, it'll make you feel good about, like, what she's going to do. Because she actually cares. I'm excited. Like, uh, she got a lot of hate for some reason online. And I think it's because she didn't look like, I don't know, maybe the, the like, the blonde-haired mini skirt wearing. I don't I don't know. I don't know what, why she got hate, uh, to be 100% honest with you. But I was like, cool, we're getting Supergirl. That's fine by me. Like, as long as she's not, like, dark, gloomy, murderous Supergirl, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Um, like I, I, I am fine with people taking liberties. I really am with different like takes on certain heroes. Um, just as long as they're good, uh, and kind of capture what I love about the character. And that's when I have issues. Um, so anyway, I'm excited to see that, especially if it's going to be like, you know, I'm as we're I'm assuming in the Flash movie we're getting Flashpoint Paradox because this is how maybe the DCEU fixes the shit show that it's in right now. And I think so. Um yeah. So cool. Uh she's getting a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Instead of them doing a movie on HBO Max, uh, they're talking about doing a TV show with her. So would you rather see her in a movie of her own after after the Flash, or would you rather see a, a TV show with her? Uh, well, it, (laughs) it depends. It depends on, is it going to be like the Supergirl CW (laughs) TV show? (laughs) Because that show got, like, it was cool where they started introducing like all these, these characters and stuff, but it just got to, I think, like, like high on itself. Like it it was just trying to be kind of political uh in a lot of things and i was just like i just want to watch people like with powers punch other people with powers <laughs> um and yeah it, it got too much into the melodrama with cw that all cw shows do uh but if it doesn't do that which being that it's on hbo max it probably won't um then yeah i'm down i would i would definitely like to see that I, I like the idea that, you know, if, if we ever get Justice League Dark kind of stuff from J.J. Abrams, they might cross paths. Or, you know, maybe you'll see her with the Doom Patrol, or maybe you'll see her with Titans or something like that. Like, I was talking to somebody on Instagram the other day, and they were like, you know, uh, the, the DC needs needs to quit trying to do a connected universe, and they need to do things like they're doing with Titans and with uh, Doom Patrol. And I'm like, bruh, those are connected. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they like we got Doom Patrol because of Teen Titans, so yeah, I, I I feel like they just need to do, and then they have time now. Like they tried to rush a bunch of shit out. I feel like the Supergirl CW show was more of a, hey, copyright starting to like come up on this. We need to do something with it, kind of thing than anything else. Really, it was also due to there was a mandate from up high from uh. I want to say WB 
because uh, I don't think it came from like I know WB owns DC, but like I don't think it came from DC. I want to say it came from WB where they were like, no Batman or Superman in in televisions. We can't yeah. have them. And the reason being is because they thought uh, viewers would get confused of whether these tied in with the movies. Right. And it's why they made Green Arrow Batman, essentially. Right. Uh, and then they kind of started getting lax because of how bad the movies were doing. <laughs> so that's why we eventually got Supergirl and why, for the longest time, we didn't actually see Superman's face in those in the in that show but then eventually they cast somebody and then uh then now he has his own show um and we got batwoman and we never got any kind of batman and i think it's because wb was like we'll release superman because he's not doing great in theaters but batman still sells like hotcakes so no batman <laughs> Um, Even though he might be on Titans. Yeah, that is true. They got, uh, what's his name? Sajora Mormont to play play him. I need to watch that show because at first I was like, oh, fuck this. This looks terrible. Uh, You know, that that first trailer that came out? Um, Yeah, the fuck Batman trailer? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man, you've triggered me. I totally forgot about that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Fuck Batman. Uh, yeah, and then um, from what I hear, it got good. Uh, I, I'm I'm planning on watching Doom Patrol. I haven't watched it. Um, I hear great things about it, so I'm going to watch it. I uh, I started watching Titans, and it's it's. I, I want to say I got like halfway through season one, and it's just a really slow burn, and there wasn't nothing really that like kind of kept me there um but you know seeing the stuff that i'm seeing now and you know knowing that uh, i'm pretty positive deathstroke you know came in on season two it it's got me more interested and more like i i like the gritty like hardcore stuff um but yeah it's, it's it was just if if everything's a slow burn on that like i, I can't do that like i i need some some kind of uppity stuff going on um I do like the way they're portraying Raven on there. Dick's okay, whatever. Starfire, yeah, Star Starfire, yeah, she's all right. I don't, you know, I don't care that she's black or what. Like that's whatever. It's I, I don't. I mean, she's yeah, she's an alien. Like, come well, on. Well, like, um, I, I didn't care that she's black. <laughs> I cared that her her skin wasn't orange. Now there was Beast Boy's skin green, and Raven just looked like an emo kid. Like it looked like. <laughs> It looked like what they do with the C, like CW, where it's like, oh, we're not going to give them their costumes. We're just going to do the most lazily version of that. But I know, <laughs> I know, I'm wrong because we're into season three, and like they've got their full like like costumes. So yeah, I, that's why I'm like, you know what? I'll take back what I said originally, which actually wasn't on a podcast. So now I'm airing it out to the world. <laughs> uh, but. uh uh, I'll take back what I said and I'll I'll give it a watch because like the season three shows like they got like Superboy, Crypto, the yeah. Superdog, uh uh Hawk and Dove, um 
it looks like Red Hood. Um, yeah. 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 So like, it looks like they got a lot of of character, and they look like their characters. So right. Um, Hawk and Dove came in. They were in. I mean, the time that I was watching, I saw Hawk and Dove. I think they come in, in like second or third episode. Oh, cool. And and there's and I actually enjoyed watching them at first. And uh, but then there's a few scenes with them, and I'm and I just couldn't get over it. And there's there's a if, if you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna spoil it um, <laughs> for you, anyways. You can spoil it. I don't care. This this there's almost like a, a love triangle kind of thing where like Dick hooked up with with uh Dove, and you know there's there's that kind of beef between him and Hawk, and it's like. Bro, y'all got both got nerd uh, bird names. Like y'all just get over yourselves. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever, bird. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I would like to see the Supergirl kind of interact with with some of these other shows and stuff like that. She don't have to be on there on continuous basis or nothing along those lines. I think I would enjoy a show more than a movie, and especially um, with this, you know, being an alternate reality, like. I could I could go for either one, I guess, really. Yeah. So cool. This is the one I'm excited about. We finally got our first teaser for Sandman on Netflix. And if you haven't seen it already, essentially you get the conjuring scene of Sandman being conjured into our reality and being captured with his helmet, his amulet, and his bag of sand. <laughs> and <laughs> And the shit looks good. Yeah, it does. Like, <laughs> I'm excited. Like, <sighs> so I am. So when Netflix first came out, <laughs> uh, like, you know, when they start doing like their own content and stuff, things were pretty good. But now they've really gone downhill. And when I heard that Netflix was doing a Sandman, uh, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, I was like, cool, I hope they don't fuck it up. <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm just so, I'm so nervous about that. But this trailer looks so cool. Um, I'm hoping and praying that they do this justice. And I think they will because Gaiman is like executive producer over this. So I'm assuming that it will be very good because like on the flip side of this, for those who watch like anime and stuff, Netflix's anime live action stuff is fucking atrocious. Um, <laughs> the Cowboy Bebop trailer came out, which I'm reserving judgment until I actually see the show but I'm a little nervous because it doesn't look all that great from that trailer. Uh, and of course, those who have seen the Death Note, it's fucking awful. <laughs> so I feel like maybe Netflix's like comic interpretation, like bringing comic book stuff is better. So yeah, it looks dope though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, William Defoe as as dude from, from Death Note was... That was probably the highlight of that entire... Yeah, he, he, that was a great casting. Cool. cool. But, like... Fuck the rest of it, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. When that scene when... Uh, shit, I can't remember the Shinigami's name. Uh, it starts with an R. 
anyway, when he reveals himself, uh, the kid like freaks out. It's so comical. <laughs> Like when light is like is revealed or when he is revealed to light, it's just so comical. I love that they got Defoe. Honestly, you didn't even need to CGI him. You could just throw some like makeup on Defoe because he he legit like once again, when he was cast as Green Goblin, I was like, cool, because he legit looks like a goblin man. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, Yeah. So. Season one of the Sandman will be Preludes and Nocturnals and Dollhouse all okay, together. Cool. cool. How many episodes? I have no idea. I don't think they've let that out yet. I'm hoping 13 at least. And we are not getting a John Constantine in that either. We're getting John Constantine's grandmama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Which she's in the comic books. Okay. But I don't remember yeah. her. It very, it's very. Uh, it's. I want to say it's maybe in one of the crises that oh, okay. she showed up. Anyways, trailer looks dope as fuck. Yeah, it does. I'm really, really excited. If you haven't seen that yet, y'all get out there watch it. Don't cut us off to watch it though. Like <laughs> finish the rest of this yes. and then go watch or, it. Or give pause yourself it. something extra. Just pause it. <laughs> go watch it and then come back. The next time you go to take a shit. <laughs> Watch it then, because... Well, don't... Uh, I Don't listen to us while you're taking a shit. That's just wrong. Well, no, they're not going to. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe our <laughs> our sweet, sweet voices help you... Ease it out. Ease it out. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Meat and potatoes of this right here, right now. Cersei. The uh, Andy Circ Cer- Circus Andy Circus Andy Circus Andy Circus. I was yes. like Circe. Who's like I'm like the guy from Three Hundred? Names <laughs> horrible. Uh, uh, remembering them, pronouncing them. Like I, I just need a card to just hold up people's names and it, yeah, and that be it. No, I'm um, with you. Like I said at one episode, we're gonna butcher a lot of names on this podcast. <laughs> there are some that I know only because I've heard other people say it. So I'm like, oh, that's how you say that. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's circus. Andy Circus. Andy Circus says we are going to get Spider-Man versus Venom. Tom Hardy Venom is what it seems like. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. So now all the shit is running rampant that Venom's end scene is going to be tied to Spider-Man No Way Home, or that Spider-Man No Way Home end scene is going to be tied to Venom. Like, do you want to see Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland? No. <laughs> Actually, let me start over. You know what this smells like? <laughs> this smells like a whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I love Andy Serkis. Also, when uh, you sent me all that stuff we were going to talk about this episode, I did not realize Andy Serkis was directing this movie. Um, I know, right? Yeah, like Gollum. Like the guy that plays Gollum... <laughs> is directing this movie. That's very weird to me. Um and uh and and not only Gollum but uh Claw. Yeah, he's Ulysses, Ulysses Claw. Claw. I mean, he yeah. yeah, he does he's uh he's em- Emperor Snoke in the new Star Wars trilogies. Uh yeah, he he does a lot of stuff. He he's mostly in a mocap. Like I always picture like 
<laughs> Andy Circus in like that skin tight ping pong ball suit. Uh, every time I think of him. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's a boss. Yeah, I love him, man. Uh, so any who I don't, I don't know, man. I think he's. So those press junkets when they do all this stuff, they're like at they're they do like almost like eighteen hour days of just constant interviews and questions, and a lot of stuff gets thrown out there. But like later on, it's like kind of bullshit, or sometimes it's not. I one to answer your question, no, I don't want to see Tom Hardy's <laughs> Venom fight uh, Tom Holland. I don't think his movies tonally fit the MCU Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Not that I have an issue with Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. I just don't think they, because I've, I'll just say it, like, I fucking hate Sony and what they do with the (laughs) Spider-Man universe. And just, they don't know what they're fucking doing, man. They just want to just... Get what out? What's popular? Venom. Venom's popular. We'll do him. We'll throw him in there. Like, who the fuck wants to cast Woody Harrelson as fucking Cletus Cassidy as Carnage? And like, uh Anyway, like, I don't think if it happens, it's because deals between Sony and Disney fell through, and they're like, "Well, fuck it, we're taking our Spider-Man back." But also, Tom Holland can do a go. Uh, I don't want to do it anymore then. And they'll have to just recast. Uh, I know he's contractually obligated, but he can still say, uh, no, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Uh, I just won't, you know, you don't have to pay me and I'm out. Peace. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like if, if those movies were better then yes. But as of right now, plus it doesn't make any sense for them to fight other than like, Oh, where they come through the portal and like I don't know. I just don't like that. <laughs> um, because I, I'm more of a once again, like I said with Batman, I'm very protective of my favorite superheroes and their <laughs> canonically like told stories. And I like the idea of Venom either being like this weird spacesuit that he got during Secret Wars or Secret War, or you could do like the ultimate universe where it's like a cure for cancer. Or hell, you could do the cartoon show where it's just some alien that's on a space rock that J. Jonah Jameson's uh, astronaut son brought back to Earth with him. Yeah. Uh, But I don't like, I don't know, I don't like the idea of him, like, being in his own separate universe and then coming through and then, like, for some reason hates Spider-Man. Like, the reason why Venom, like, okay, so... The symbiote gets onto Spider-Man and it has like this perfect like symbiosis uh, with him. And then when Spider-Man realizes what it's doing to him, he th- uh, yeah, gets it off of him. And then it feels like because at that like coincidentally at that exact same time, Eddie Brock is like going to kill himself and he's at that bell tower and he gets the venom like the venom suit senses the like hate towards Peter Parker and it latches on to Eddie and then it becomes venom. And it's like almost like a allegory for like a jilted lover, because that's what the symbiote is to, to Spider-Man is it's a jilted lover. Um, 
because it had this perfect sort of relationship with Peter. And it makes no sense if you just put uh, Tom uh, Hardy's Venom to fight Tom Holland, who hasn't even seen him before. I mean, you could play that for laughs where he's like fighting him and he'd be like, I don't even fucking know you. Who are you? <laughs> but I, I I feel like it would be just totally ham fisted if they throw him in there. Uh, I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I never have been. The, the only character that I dislike more than Spider-Man is Superman and I hate Superman. Uh, <laughs> Why? As you shake your head. Why? <laughs> Superman's like a step below God. Well, I mean, like, I like them for the, the like, he's he's what we need to uh, aspire to be. Like, that's, that's Superman's point. Like, he can't, he's not, I mean, yeah, if you sum it down, like, he's got all this, like, great power and stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, he's still not God. He can't save everyone, but... And, like, he knows that, but he still tries to do his best. And, like, that's what I like about Superman. With Spider-Man, I like he's... And this is the whole reason why I like Marvel more than DC. Not that I don't like DC for those that are out there. I love DC. I just like Marvel more because they they sort of ground their heroes in, like, reality. So, like, Spider-Man has more day-to-day problems. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got, like, girlfriend problems or wife problems, depending on what version you're reading of him. And, like, he's got, like, to pay the rent and stuff like that. And that always appealed to me when reading it, um, as opposed to... Because DC's more about, like, gods amongst men. Uh, Because you've got, like, essentially Superman's Zeus. And um, Flash is, you know... Hermes and Batman's like Athena and, and stuff like that. Like, cause you know, he's like the smartest man alive. And, and that's the way it's always been sort of equated to me. Whereas Marvel, they have imperfections and they are, you know, flawed in a certain way. And that's, what's always appealed to me about Spider-Man. Yeah. Bump all that noise. Uh, <laughs> I love I love Batman. I love Green Lantern. I love Daredevil. Um I I love I love my heroes to have like meat in the game. Like uh you know it's it's all and I I use this with my son uh you know whenever he's scared of something or whenever he's uh you know he don't feel like he can do something or whatever the case is like I always bring up the Green Lantern with him and I always, you know, I, I've I've showed him the Green Lantern Cartoon Network show, you know, as a child and it's not his favorite or anything like that, but he'll watch it from time to time and stuff like that. And and my thing is is like it's okay to be scared, but you gotta fight through it. Yeah. Like you you've got to you've got to take fear by the neck and you've got to walk with it. Like you can't just let it run you. And then that's what's always appealed to me is the fact that like Batman has to rely on his intelligence to to be able to fight or thwart, you know, uh, to fend anything off. Um, Daredevil is is handicapped and he don't let the fear. He's, he's the man without fear. Like he don't let it stop him. 
uh, Green Lantern's ring will not work if he does not have the willpower to make it work. Like it's the uh, or you know if he doesn't charge it, um, <laughs> <laughs> like his cell phone. <laughs> so I, I I like my heroes to have some meat, something you know like you know one one false move on any of these guys and and they're done. The, you know depending on the situation that they're in. Um, and I mean, Spider-Man's kind of the same way. I just always thought Peter was a dork and I didn't like reading him. So, I mean, he is that. <laughs> he is definitely that. He's a, he is definitely a dork, uh, which is also <laughs> one of the reasons why he, like, I identified with him a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I like, uh, Daredevil quite a lot as well. Matt Murdock. And, uh, and, I was never a big Green Lantern fan, only because, like, for the longest time, his weakness was, like, the color yellow. And then, like, Alan Scott's <laughs> weakness was, like, wood. wood. And I was just like, so you can kill him with a number two pencil. Anyway, I agree with you. Uh, I don't think we have earned Spider-Man versus Venom yet. I don't think we've earned Tom Holland versus... Uh, Tom Hardy yet. I, I don't think we've earned that. I agree with you completely. I, as much as I want to see Venom and Spider-Man fight and stuff like that, like, I don't think we've earned it yet. I don't think we've gotten to a point where there's a reason for them to fight. Like, I mean, like, it, 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 it does, like, as of right now, it does not make sense. Yeah. If they could figure out a better way other than, like, he just falls into the universe, like, then that's fine. Like I, I can, I can, I can fight against the dying light, but at the end of the day, I don't make these decisions. So if it happens, whatever. Uh, but at least put some effort to make a reason why they're fighting, other than like, well, that's what happens in the comics, so they need to fight. Like, uh, <laughs> because yeah. Anyway, I, I don't like it at all, and I truthfully, I think. It's just Andy Serkis was tired and he wanted to give something interesting to that reporter. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, yeah. In the end, as long as it's a good story, you know, I'm, I'm there for it. Yeah. Same. But I, I just, I don't see a good story yet, but I also don't get paid by Marvel or Sony for that matter. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about this next. It's coming out soon this next Venom sequel, because the first one was, I mean, it made bank. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I still haven't watched it. It's bad. It's so bad. Like, cause like, I want to watch it. As I a, think I'm going to like it. As a Spider-Man <laughs> fan and as a kid of the 90s, of course I liked Venom because Venom was cool looking. And then uh, like, uh, like he was like cool Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, but the that movie is just so fucking awful. And like Tom <laughs> Hardy, like I don't know who directed him, but he's just acting so bizarre in some of the scenes. And then now someone pointed it out to me, and you can especially notice it in the second movie, like the trailer for the second movie. But like whoever's doing the voice for Venom straight up sounds like Cookie Monster. And... <laughs> I can't unhear that. Um, and of course, you had the turd floating in the wind line in, in uh in the first movie that was just like so bizarre to say. Um, yeah. Anyway, ah, uh, 
comic-y pasta. Yep. <laughs> All right. Final subject, final topic. Um, There's a lot of people getting sued right now. <laughs> Hopefully not us. Oh yeah, I yeah no please. Uh, there's not, I'm not worth it. Like let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, please. You're not gonna us. pay your lawyer more than you will get out of me. Like I mean, <laughs> for real, flipping is not that great. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're not rolling in it? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not rolling. You don't in have it like Action all. Comics number one like line <laughs> or uh, what's the other one that's like worth like a ton? <laughs> Amazing Fantasy uh, yeah. 15 yeah. <laughs> that just sold for was it 3.6 million dollars? Shit. Whew. Man. Anyway, alright. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the Zitko family sale, uh, suing Marvel, if I'm not mistaken, for uh, copyright termination, and you've got Marvel reaching out to everybody else that's dead apparently. Uh, and suing their estate people for copyright stuff. And do you think that they knew some of this was coming on, and that's why they got uh, the guy that did Secret Wars to go ahead and and re-sign another agreement for his uh, hire for work on Secret Wars? Yeah. Because they've been doing a lot of that here lately, where they're going out and reaching artists and, and writers and being like, hey... We're just wanting to cover our bases and uh, make sure we're cool if if we decide to do a movie or something like that. And, you know, that this is really our property. Yeah. So first and foremost, I think this is Disney just trying, like, Disney just wants to own the world and they don't want to pay anybody. They just want to hoard money like, like a dragon. Um, and... Yes, I think they're doing that so that way they don't have to worry about any kind of lawsuits. And uh, the article I was reading on like comic book uh, news was, you know, it was kind of clickbaity where it was saying like, oh, they're going to lose the rights to Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and stuff. No, they won't. Like Disney is going to hold out and then they're just going to pay them. But they're going to literally wait until the very last moment. Because... They just can't give up those cash cows right now, especially with what they're doing in the MCU. Um, so anyway, yes, I, I believe that is exactly why. And one of the reasons why I think we're still my, my theory, we're we're headed to secret wars at some point. That's gonna be a big Marvel MCU event if we can get there, you know. <laughs> I agree, I agree. I think at some point we'll get there. I mean, it's too big of a thing to not used in some kind of capacity. I mean, for God's sakes, we're doing secret invasion here. Yeah. You know, soon. Um, I, I also wonder, because, you know, it's kind of convenient for all these lawsuits and stuff for these characters and whatnot like that, and these characters that a lot of people did not care about to begin with, like, uh, except for maybe Spider-Man. Um, like, your big ones were X-Men and and uh, and Spider-Man. Uh, but this is, this is involving Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Uh, there's another one out for the Avengers, which includes Iron Man and uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And we have lost Black Widow. She's dead in the MCU. 
Uh, we've lost Tony Stark. He's dead in the MCU. Right now, Doctor Strange is dying in the comic books. Uh, right now, Ben Riley has taken up the mantle of Spider-Man because Peter Parker has died once again. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a convenient time to have all these things come up when all these lawsuits all of a sudden start popping up. Like, at first when I heard it, I was like, oh, I wonder if the Ditko estate is like in cahoots with Marvel or Disney and it's like, hey, look, we're going to sue to get the rights back and then we'll just, you know, we'll go ahead and let y'all do y'all's thing and you don't have to worry about Sony anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, with uh, all the other lawsuits that are coming out. That'd be cool. <laughs> if we could somehow get Spider-Man away from Sony, I am fine with that. Although, I don't know. I don't know if it's going into a worser hands because I've said it many a times. Like, I... So, back when the first Iron Man movie came out, I was like, cool, so, you know, we're eventually headed towards the Avengers. And they weren't, for those who don't know, they weren't owned by Disney back then. Right. They hadn't been acquired yet. And I, what was it, until, I want to say it was Iron Man 2, they got acquired by it. And I was, like, very hesitant about that because I just know how the House of Mouse do. And they like to fuck over everyone if they can. And they've got enough money and enough lawyers to do it. And it's shit like this that why I was he uh, very hesitant. Now, I know without Disney's long reach and vast wealth, we probably never would have gotten what the MCU is now. So I am yeah. thankful for that. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I just go back to what I said when we were talking about the black, uh, the Scarlett Johansson stuff. Just pay your people. Like, just, <laughs> just fucking do it. Just pay. You got enough money. Like, you're a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Just fucking pay whoever has those rights. Oh uh, yeah, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong at all. Um, uh, the interesting thing. You know, I've I've seen people chat about this. I've seen I've seen articles about this and stuff like that. And the interesting thing that I've seen, and the only thing that, that can I, I agree with you. I think if it comes down to it, like Disney's gonna just say fine and send the dump truck over with the money and and just squash it. Uh, but somebody brought up you know Friday the Thirteenth and like I think Freddy's getting a remake. Uh, Chucky is getting his TV show. So, uh, hang on. Tell me, because I don't know, and probably our listeners don't know, what's going on with Friday the 13th? Um, Friday the 13th is, you know, uh, if, if you've, if you noticed lately, uh, Michael Myers has got, he's got two more movies coming out. He's got one movie coming out this year and then another one after that. Um, Freddie, I think, has another movie coming out, possibly. Um, and then Chucky has a TV series coming out. So these are like the, the, the big four. When you throw Jason in there, you've got the big four of horror at that point in time. Um, Jason, uh, Friday the 13th is held up in the courts right now, from my knowledge. Really? I didn't it's, know this. It's, it's the same kind of copyright thing. Like somebody owned the first two scripts or something along those lines of Jason. 
and uh, they're they're trying to get their rights back. So that's why you've not seen any Jason stuff in the last. Uh, I'm quoting, you know, uh, probably 13 years, maybe unknown sources. But yeah, it's like around a decade. Yeah, I, I, um, not not to be like, oh, it's Friday the 13th, but I think it's been roughly 13 years because there was that abysmal remake. Um, and that's I don't know. That was a while back. And uh, also on the same kind of thing, uh, Marvel slash Disney, whoever acquired the Predator and the Alien series. Oh yeah, from at Fox the, at the same time. Yeah, when they took over Fox because Fox owned yeah. those. Yes, I knew that. Well, we we're getting Alien books, no problem. Yeah, but not one single Predator book hmm. because that apparently is in the courts as well. Hmm. So there's a lot of things going on as far as media is concerned, as you know, and people trying to get rights back and stuff like that. And so uh, for those of you who don't know, really, the gist of it is the estate of Ditko uh, says that basically they own Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, that he was he was he was created by Steve Ditko. And uh, and they want the rights to that to him back. Uh, and Marvel's stance is that no, Spider Man and Doctor Strange are ours because Ditko was paid for hire. So like he was paid to create these characters and for us. So once it's done, it's done, and they're ours now. Like he's already been compensated, and that's it. Um. I I kind of see both sides. Like on the one hand, it's like, yeah, you pay somebody to do a job, they do a job and it's done. It's over with. On the other hand, didn't nobody know that this, I mean, who could have known that this was going to be what it is today? Like, yeah. You know, if you're making bank, like don't little something or do something like show some appreciation. I mean, that go. Yeah. Like, I, I think the way I, I am kind of the same way. Like, Especially if Dicko signs like some kind of contract that like any and all you know creations that you make underneath our will uh, house, it's ours. It's not yours, which a lot of companies do now. Um, I don't know if they did it back then, uh, but at the same time, there needs to be a new updated to that where it's like, but if we're making like a ton of money, like whatever, after a certain amount of money that's been brought in over that you get a certain percentage of it. That way, this person can feel compensated. And then they can, you don't have infighting. You know what I mean? Like, that way, everybody's right. happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. They make five, what, say so they make 50 million and they get, like, a certain percentage. Like, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's that Princess Leia deal, basically. Uh, to my knowledge, Carrie Fisher, again, for those of you who don't know, uh, Carrie Fisher, when doing the first Star Wars, agreed to a 1% off of anything that was made. It wasn't a lump sum that she was going to get paid to do the movie. It was, if I remember correctly, 1% off of anything that had the name Star Wars on it. Uh, and that's how she would get paid. So, toys, uh, betting, books, movies, anything Star Wars, she got 1% off of. Jesus, that's a lot. 
It's a lot of oh, money. Yeah. Chick knew what she was doing for sure. She had some faith in it. That's so. Uh, but yeah, you can do something like that. You could do. You could say, "All right, one percent. We'll give you one percent." That's a shit ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Especially if it it, it has become like, especially Spider Man, because Spider Man is like essentially the Pikachu of Marvel. <laughs> Like he, like he is. He's their mascot, essentially. Um, yeah, I was expecting you to go to the the Mickey Mouse of Marvel, and you went Pikachu. Sorry, my my mind went Pokemon for some reason. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he's the Bugs Bunny, the Mickey Mouse, the uh, I guess the Batman of the Marvel um mascot. Uh, so yeah. That one would have made you tons of money because, and now the the world knows more about Doctor Strange. Um, uh, I feel like there was a very small percentage of people that knew of Doctor Strange before the movies, right? Um, but there's always been books. Yeah, agreed. But I'm just talking. I'm talking about like merchandising as well, because like I can't count. You know, before before the MCU. You go into like Walmart or like Target or wherever, and there'd be like Spider Man, you know, backpacks and t shirts and lunch. Underoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but I, I don't think I'd ever had seen a Doctor Strange one, but of course now there is. Um, you, you definitely haven't made it until you've made it on a pair of kids' underoos. That's true. <laughs> That is very, very true. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I figure there'll be more stuff that comes out. I don't want to spread a bunch of bullshit on it. Um, it's just really interesting, and I, I do want people to kind of pay attention, just kind of look at it and see. Uh I don't I don't think I don't think these properties will get hung up in court like the other ones that I was speaking of. But shit, you never know. Um you just you just never know. Yeah. So, but yeah, oh well. I mean, if it goes sour, it's gonna suck. Like, if for some reason all this stuff goes sour and like they they pull the rights and like we get no more Doctor Strange or Spider Man or any of the other characters, it's just gonna suck because it's gonna go back to like the old. Because I don't know, I like I really like the MCU and how like they've been building this like interconnected universe. Um, so we may have to go back to the old days where nothing connected with anything. No, what they'll do is we'll get a female, uh, Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, that's, that's done in the comics. So they'll throw that in there and, and they'll make a story for that. And, uh, and this will just get us that much closer to miles. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, I do feel because I know, <laughs> I think I'm right when I say this, but I think, uh, Sony does not own the rights. To Miles Morales. Like they borrowed the rights with they probably made some deal with with Disney Marvel uh for the Into the Spider-Verse to use Miles, but I want to say they do not own any sort of movie rights to Miles Morales. So I've always felt like there is a break this glass in case of emergency where if they can't bring Tom Holland back to be Peter Parker Spider-Man, they're gonna just hit it and then break the glass and it's the script to write Tom Holland off <laughs> and bring in 
uh, <laughs> Miles Morales as Spider-Man, which I'm fine with. I, I prefer Peter because I grew up reading him. But Miles is one of those. Uh, we need to do an episode talking about legacy characters and like kind of like the proper way to send them off and have someone else uh, do like take over that mantle. Uh, Miles is one of those that I really felt did a great job because he encapsulates everything that I like about Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, anyway, so like I'm fine with one with one day we get Miles Morales for the MCU. Um, but yeah, anyway. I think that's exactly why we got Uncle Aaron yeah. in uh, the first Spider-Man. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think there is that that fire hazard uh, <laughs> secret Miles script that's just sitting on a wall somewhere that yes. Feige just keeps an eye on it. It's like a motherfucker get close. I wish he would. <laughs> He's just like the like execs of Sony walk into his office and he just holds a hammer up over the glass and it's just like, make me do it. Make me do it. Dare me, motherfucker. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson standing behind him in his Nick Fury get up. It's like, I wouldn't do that, motherfucker. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> his wallet is the one that says bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. You got anything else? Nope. That's it, man. Cool. Thank y'all for listening to us. We greatly appreciate it. I hope y'all are enjoying it as much as we enjoy making them. Yes. Uh, y'all keep on listening and uh, and spreading the word. Let everybody else know what y'all are listening to. Hopefully we'll get some social media up at some point in time and y'all can contact us and whatnot like that. So until then, what, thank y'all. Do you want to plug what? anything? Oh, plug shit. Yours? Yeah, I'll plug yes. myself. Do you got anything? You don't have anything. Uh, yes, uh, you can. Oh, you do. Yes, you can uh, check me out on a Twitch channel called uh, Night Fury. K N I G H T <laughs> Fury. Uh, no, uh, I don't. Uh, I was gonna say maybe uh, for right now, if you have any, you want to contact us, uh, check out our Gmail. Yeah. It's, yeah. Comically Comics Podcast at Gmail dot com. And hit us up there. Um, don't flood it though. Hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> if not, we'll abandon it, and then the only way you can reach us is Twitter. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, you can find me on Instagram at twenty spelled out the number two underscore comics. Also on YouTube, where I do a lot of uh, just comic book talking, not all the the stuff that we talk about here. Just straight up comic book speculation, book reviews, things like that. It's uh, again at 20 spelled out to underscore comics. With that, thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to y'all next time. Yay. I mean, bye. Say bye, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm going to end it every time with say bye, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Jeremy. <laughs> bye, Jeremy. <laughs> yes. So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Rolling down the street like a turd.